0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is March the 1st, 2024. Hope this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. Uh, As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Uh let's see here. Uh no work. I'm chilling. I'm big chilling on a Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to ya. Uh, let's see here, so obviously no spoilers, but um, I did go see Dune Part 2 last night, it was amazing, I enjoyed it, it was very nice, uh, I'm trying to think here, well, like I said, I don't want to get into any of the details obviously, but the scenes were really good, they were really great, uh, I felt like they really showed off the characters in a lot of, like the way they were supposed to be. Uh, shown and displayed, and it was nice to see some of the things in my head. I realized, like, I almost had the um, the old version of Dune in my head, even though I haven't, like, you know, confessions, I haven't seen the old Dune. Uh, I've only watched the new stuff and then read the, read the books. So it was just nice to see the scenes, like, match up in a way that, like, I don't know, I thought that they should, I, I should say. Not to knock any of the, you know, the old Dune enjoyers or anything like that. But, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Let's see, do I have a food corner? Sadly, uh, no, I do. I just didn't eat last night. I was too busy, like in between, you know, wrapping up the podcast, getting ready, going to the movie. I just didn't have time to eat. And like, I was supposed to, like, I had literally got a snack from the gas station. I got sour Skittles and I left them. I was so bummed. But anyway, uh, the food corner today, I did have a little breakfast. I went and got donuts since I was doing laundry, did my laundry a little early today. So um, I got a a chocolate iced sprinkled donut, a chocolate and white icing donut, and a vanilla frosted donut. So it was really good. They were all bangers. So yeah, we're we're, we're good. We're eating good in the neighborhood. We we finally saw a movie, and um, yeah, I'm in a good mood, in a good place. So yeah, let's go ahead and do our startup, and then we'll go ahead and talk about some news. All right. Oh, wait. Actually, no. Wait. Before we get into the news, I don't want to forget. Let me do a shout out to my newsies. Ooh. Shout out to Stephanie Renee. Shout out to Denver McIntosh. Shout out to Edward Haas. Thank you so much, guys, gals, for all the support. Uh, you know, I know that you guys support me emotionally. And um, also, you know, the financial support is just super great. So thank you so much. And uh, on that note, we will get into some news. Let's go ahead and talk about it. From NPR, Biden and Trump were both at the border today, staking out ground on a key 2024 issue. Biden, or President Biden squared off against former President Donald Trump on Thursday on one of the, on one of the issues expected to dominate the 2024 presidential election, immigration both biden and trump visited two texas border communities a few hundred miles apart that have been grappling with large numbers of migrants seeking asylum biden went to brownsville and trump went to eagle pass uh the trip was heavy on symbolism and short on new ideas to tackle the issue trump sought to paint a picture of uncontrolled crime and violence which he blamed on biden while Biden sought to show he had agreed to get tough on, uh, he agreed to a get tough bill, blaming Trump and his Republican allies and Congress for blocking it. Um. So with the Trump thing, he like tried to say this thing, like he was like, yeah, it's Biden migrant crime. Like he was like trying to like make a new buzzword, but even as he was saying it, he could kind of tell it really wasn't like a thing, but like you can tell he's just trying to be divisive. Apparently, there was uh, a migrant that had murdered a woman and then, like, attacked and, and stole from, like, an, an elderly man and uh, made a, made the news rounds. He had brought that up um, and just really saying, that, like, hey, you know, with me, I'm going to come back in and I'm going to be putting in tougher than ever, you know, border me- measures. I'm going to separate families. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to keep us safe. And... Then you have Biden essentially coming in, you know, at another location down the way, um, you know, less razor wire. Which I also should add, I know we did the thing where Skoda said, "Oh yeah, you guys should take that down," and they're like, "Yeah, we're not really going to do that," and they, and they just haven't. So that that's cool. Love that. Um, but yeah, with Biden, you know, no razor wire, none of that. But essentially, he's coming in and trying to tout this strategy of saying, "Hey, didn't like I'm I'm trying to work with." The other side here like I'm trying to actually be a bad guy like you know what I mean I'm trying to shut down this border <laughs> it's like I, I just can't believe that we're we're at this race to the bottom you know what I mean and it makes it so disgusting to try to to really attach yourself to any of these parties in my mind you know what I mean and I don't know. It, it it's just going to show that this is yet this is just the top. This is the top of the of the pile in terms of the election cycle, and it's it's just going to show that this shit is is going to get worse. And I I think it's going to be potentially very funny for the Biden administration if they are like, I can't believe we lost. I can't believe this happened. That you guys really like Trump this much. It's like, dude, what do you mean? It's like a, it's a lateral vote. To some people's minds like what you're not doing anyone any favors like if you're a person in the Arab community do you feel like you're you're favored by Biden if you're a person who you know is a was like family of migrants or in any kind of situation like this or you just have like feelings in your heart you're empathetic to the situation do you think you really want to give Biden your vote like I mean yes obviously Trump sounds way fucking worse but like it's not like Biden's giving himself any rope here to like sell you I don't know I'm saying that phrase wrong but, man, it, it, it it's really disheartening. It really fucking is. Because, you know, at 2020, Biden was making all these fucking progressive-ass policy promises and, and things of that nature. And now we're four years down the road, and it's like, bro, you've literally just... You, you've shown that you're so much like this man. And, like, the border, the immigration shit, is just, like, a very prime, glaring example to me. So, you know, it, it definitely does suck to talk about um you know not to give trump any fucking points here he's just as fucked but um it, ugh. it's 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 definitely hella bummer but anyway let's let's talk about more depressing things in the southern area um from cnn deadly texas wildfire torches one million acres the largest blaze in the state in state history as more infernos rage a catastrophic or catastrophic wildfires ripping across the texas panhandle have killed at least two people and threatened to destroy more homes cattle and livelihoods as the biggest inferno in state history engulfs more land every minute the smokehouse creek fire has now torched more than 1 million acres in texas alone making it the largest fire on record in the state the blaze has also charred are charred more than 3,000, uh, 31,500 acres in Oklahoma as of Thursday evening, the state forestry service said. Altogether, the fire is among the largest in the lower 48 since reliable record keeping began in the 1980s. Uh, let's see here. The inferno is one of the, is one of three fires burning in the Texas panhandle with no end in sight. Despite light precipitation, In the area Thursday. Dry air and ferocious winds are expected to return Friday and into the weekend, likely fueling the flames. So yeah, I mean, this has been something that's been going on kind of throughout the whole week. And, you know, then I, I, you know, I finally get to uh, today and, you know, I learned that there was also two people that wound up passing away from this as well uh, that I wanted to highlight and talk about real quick. Two people have been killed by the Smokehouse Creek fire uh, truck driver Cindy Owen perished after evacuating while on the road, her sister-in-law said. And in Hutchinson County, the fire claimed the life of 83-year-old Joyce Blankenship, her family said. So um, that's very sad. It's very unfortunate. Uh, it sucks, too, that this is something that's still ongoing and still very devastating. Um, there's a lot of statistics and stuff that you know you can obviously read if you'd like to um i really don't want to get into the weeds on it but um it also does go into the story of owens you know how you know she was trucking and then really just tried to do what she could to fight for her life but you know in the end it just winds up not being enough and it's really you know sad but um you know flowers and condolences to all the the families and people involved um obviously it sucks to just literally like have to just you know oh shit this is happening we gotta go right now and then you you hopefully get out. You're hopefully safe. But then you think about all the things you're 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 losing or you've lost, and then you come back and your home's fucking burnt to cinders. You know, um, it's scary fucking shit, for sure. It's sad. It's sad and, poof, you know. Um, let's let's talk about something that's not any better. But um, it's it's Scotus. I don't know. I, you know, out of the frying pan into the firearm. Okay, ABC News. Supreme Court divided over ban on rapid-fire rifle bump stocks. Uh, The Supreme Court on Wednesday appeared open to upholding a Trump-era ban on bump stocks as devices that turn weapons into rapid-fire illegal machine guns. However, it was not clear that a majority of justices would ultimately back such a ruling or agree on the rationale. During oral arguments in the case Garland v. Cargill, both liberal and conservative justices suggested the devices, which allow a shooter to fire a semi-automatic rifle more rapidly and accurately, pose a significant danger and could reasonably consider the types of weapons Congress sought to outlaw in the 1934 National Firearms Act. Uh, investigators say several of the devices were used to perpetrate America's deadliest mass shooting in 2017, where a gunman killed 60 people and injured more than 500. Um, I feel like before that, like the bump stock was a very cool, novel idea because essentially you could take your gun and, you know, it's not automatic. OK, fine. But like with this bump stock, you press it up against, you know, your shoulder or whatever and you hit the trigger, as long as you're holding your trigger there with the recoil, it should and probably will. And Once again, I'm not, I'm not a gun owner. I look like uh, Childish, Banguino, Childish Gambino when I'm holding the gun And This Is America a lot of times. People roast me for that shit, but whatever. Um, you fire your shit, and it just keeps go- it, with the recoil, and then it, bouncing more or less the trigger back into your finger. You can essentially just go automatic mode, like, it's just, and you're just, you're just shooting, um, now, that's kind of contested by, um, what is it, the defense saying, hey, no, this should be overturned, but, um, I don't know, I, I, I think it's, it's interesting, because I, I, you know, being an Ohioan, you know, we're definitely about our gun rights, brother, uh, but we're bare arms, you better believe it, <laughs> we're ready for whatever boogaloo's gonna come it's crazy how many of my friends are just random people in in this state will are just so ready for a fucking civil war i swear to god and um i yeah yeah um also i gotta say this too just kind of going back to the movies i finally saw the trailer for civil war and i i it took everything in me not to like gag I roll and laugh because like to me it's just a joke bro it's just a joke and i also like don't be wrong you know i love a good journalist but like trying to make like i didn't realize that the journalists are supposed to be like the heroes in this story trying to like tell the truth and spread the truth like shut the fuck up bro like i got the guy from fucking uh breaking bad the, the nazi guy now he <laughs> now he's uh he's a the i don't know i imagine from the southern side I really this isn't shouldn't be a tangent about that dumbass movie coming out, but I do think it's lame. I do think the only redeeming quality about it is that Ron Swanson is the president, <laughs> Nick Offerman, I should say. But, um, God damn, that made me laugh, uh, at least internally. But someone mentioned that in the theater, and I literally just started cackling. I couldn't contain it. They're like, Isn't it kind of funny that they got the guy from Parks and Recreation, who is a libertarian? Like, now he's gonna be president. I'm like, That's so fucking good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, back to the guns. I, I, I don't know. I, like, I can understand how this makes shooting easier. And, like, it, just in a fun sense, it, that's that's fun. It's, it's nice that you can make your gun go brrr, Like, it's cool. <laughs> um, they, they try to make the argument of, like, well, if you have any kind of disability or any kind of, like, arthritis, some kind of impairment kind of thing, a bump stock can help make shooting easier for you. Um, but, I mean, do you need to make shooting that easy for yourself? Like, there, sometimes I pick up some handguns, and it's just, like, it, it almost scared me, especially when we're talking like a low calibers or whatever, because it really just feels like you're holding like, uh, like a mouse, like a mouse, like, uh, like, you know, to, to click. And it really just feels like you're clicking, it, it, but needs to say, this could grievously wound or kill someone. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a very powerful fucking thing. I don't think you need to make this shit super fucking easy. I don't think you need to make a shortcut, you know, a gang glitch for your gun in, in real life. You know, I don't know. I, I also understand that like I, I'm fighting an uphill battle here, so i'm I'm just not as chirpy these days about it. I personally would like to see them uphold this ban to kind of get to the end of it. But, um, you know, interesting to see where some of the justices lied, um, you know, and we'll see where they they fully land. Um, I think it's gonna be around June, and there's a you know final hearing on that. So yeah, I'm done riffing and raffing about all that bullshit. Uh, let me um, do my break, and then we'll go ahead and close out on a uh, cybercrime, a little ransomware. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely something I like. You know, I, I like a good scam, I like a good griff, You know, but I mean, sadly, it sucks when you're you're doing it to hospitals. I'll say that, uh, or you know, healthcare, whatever. You know, it's kind of hmm, icky. Ooh. Okay. This is from ReadWrite. Never used them before, but you know, first time for everything. Black Cat ransomware hit on change healthcare impacts hospital and pharmacy systems. Now I think technically this is a bit of old news that kind of got updated and like kind of fell into my lap when I started looking for it. But um it's believed the ongoing cyber attack on US healthcare U.S. health tech giant Change Healthcare is the work of the Black Cat ransomware gang. The targeted hit has caused significant disruption to the health system in recent days with hospitals and pharmacies impacted, as uh, reported by Reuters. Owned by parent company UnitedHealth, Change operates a major health payment system connecting care providers and patients across the states, headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee, the company posted revenues of almost $3.5 billion in 2022. Last week, hackers obtained access to change healthcare's IT infrastructure with immediate knock-on effects at pharmacies to, detriment, to the detriment of patients. Whilst there was no immediate comment from United Health or Black Cat, also known as Alfie, in the aftermath of the breach, Reuters has now briefed on the latter's responsibility of the attack. The latest development comes after the parent company Change Healthcare attributed an earlier incident to a suspected nation-state associated cybersecurity threat actor but an energy expert has played down that line of inquiry. Um so yeah, I mean I'm not sure exactly who it is, but I didn't even know this was like a thing until literally like last night as i was maybe like earlier in the day yesterday where i I just kind of saw like a twitter thing about this and it kind of got me curious i started looking into it um but i know we had covered them in december black cat was uh, the target of an international law enforcement response led by u.s authorities to take down its website and digital assets with a relatively a relative degree of success um in response to Cyber criminals cyber criminals threatened to retaliate by going after a critical infrastructural infrastructure, I'm sorry, concerning hospitals and uh, providers. So it looks to be like this was them striking back. So, you know, bummer that I kind of missed that, that wave, but it also kind of makes sense because I mean, you know, definitely right now with things going on and a lot of conflicts, you know, it's easy for something like this to kind of like maybe fall through the cracks a bit, especially if, uh you know the, the the person being hacked like let's say you know this healthcare you know place change health united health care whatever um it, they they might want to be mums on this because this is something that's affecting patients that's something that if they're going to be upset and start piping up and grumbling well inevitably we all know that these shareholders give a fuck about their goddamn stocks and shit so you know how that shit goes so yeah um I i just you know Wanted to end on that, not that it's much lighter. It's definitely unfortunate that healthcare uh providers and hospitals and shit are getting hacked. You know, that's never a good thing. But um, you know, we gotta cover that. We gotta try to cover all the things we can. But yeah, that's the episode. That's that's where we are. That's where I will leave it for the day. Um, if you'd like to help out and support, you can. You can become a newsie like my, you know, my fellow newsies. I shouted out earlier today. Um Let's see. Uh it's Patreon. Patreon.com says so Isaiah News. Uh you become a newsie and I shout you out at the top of the month and I plug a project if you like. Free ways to hit me up, News one at gmail.com. Feel free to follow me on the socials or the podcast on the socials. And uh hopefully you're subscribed to the YouTube. Every su- new subscriber helps a lot. Uh hit that like button, hit the um um share button leave a cool comment that would be really kind of you so yeah that'd be dope and you can do that on any platform you're on you know uh give me the stars on spotify or apple uh you know just do your thing um thank you for that thank you so much and hopefully i'll see you soon for some more good news i love you bye -bye.